So this week is an interesting week. There's a pay-per-view this week, and there's also um, typical um, WWE events that we'll get to in a moment. But so last week we didn't have a podcast because me and Jesse went to a live event. They have a small, um, a small National Guard armory that's actually really close to where I live. So we took our daughters there and they were amazed. Um, I, I really, I can't really tell you too much about the matches. There was a lot of jobber matches of some people I've never heard of. Um, I'd say the matches of note would be uh, Ty Dillinger had a match against um, Buddy Murphy of Blake and Murphy fame. Oh, yeah. um, Blake, um, he uh, has a weird gimmick now where he's called, um, what is his name? The... Um, best of greatness. No, it was like the the best beautiful Blake or something. So we were calling him Triple B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that um, works. Yeah. So so then um, we were both pretty surprised because we had no idea that um, Oscar was going to be there, and the second to main event was Oscar. And, um, a lady, her name's Daria. I can't remember her last name. She, she has like a, um, like a UFC, like kickboxer type gimmick thing. She wears like trunks and wraps up her hands and feet. Um, she was against, um, that Australian chick. Not Emma. The one that wears, like, the purple, like, leggings that look like velvet. And, uh, and that else. other chick. She was on NXT maybe, like, a week or two ago. And um, her, uh, uh, Corey Graves, I don't know if you saw it, like, he almost jizzed in his pants when she came out. He was like, oh, my God, she's so gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he lost his mind. Um, I'm gonna find their names here. I'm going through the through the um, the roster, which is, is pretty big, by the way. Um, so, and then the next match after it was a, a women's tag team match, the next match was. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and um your CN. yes your favorite suspender wearing wrestler although he was not wearing suspenders this time ah uh, damn yeah no suspenders um he um he was kind of heelish he was he was definitely kind of heelish this this go around, um, yeah, 
It was, Any it was, cheap shots, or was he just, uh, what was he doing? Uh, yeah, there were, there were, he tried to do some cheap shots, but, you know, it's hard against the, uh, you know, King of Strong style. Hmm. Um, so, so after the match, this is where the interesting bit comes out, and is why Jesse's not here. See, um, unbeknownst to us, um, Samoa Joe was there. Apparently Samoa Joe is tracking Nakamura around, even at house shows. So, he shows up after the match, and Nakamura's still kind of taped up um, on his neck from, I guess, you know, <laughs> landing on stairs, steel stairs. Um, so, so, Joe gets in the ring, and of course him and Nakamura go at it, but you know, it's a house show, they don't, so they don't really have mics, but they're, you know, kind of yelling at each other, and, you know, Joe always looks threatening, and... Jesse apparently didn't like this and ran into the ring. For some reason, no one stopped him. No one stopped him at all. And there's an unspoken rule that if um, a uh, fan or just, you know, any average person runs into the ring, then wrestlers pretty much have fair game on them. So <laughs> Samoa Joe proceeds to... to um, <sighs> proceeds to just destroy Jesse. All I could do was look on in horror. Um, he he put a gut buster on Jesse um, over and over. Um, four times um, actually, four times. Four. I'm surprised Jesse got up. He got up every time. And then um, Nakamura you know being the nice guy he is, finally decided to step in, and um, as he was about to do his finisher, Kinsha, I'm um, terrible pronouncing Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Anyways, <laughs> but he missed Joe, because Samoa Joe moved out of the way, and Jesse took the brunt. So needless to say, Jesse is in critical condition at the moment. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully, he's, you know, here next week. No one no one can see video of this, but we can see each other as we, we record this podcast. Next week, he'll probably be in a full body cast, I'd imagine. <laughs> I don't know. Jesse's a tough dude. I think, he, I think he'll make a speedy recovery. So, <laughs> so there was a... Um, uh, there was, when we got to the armory, there was an ambulance, right? And we were walking up, and Jesse's daughter said, "Is is that where Shinsuke Nakamura is?" And we're like, "Nah, he's not going to be here." So we were we were really surprised when he showed up there. We said he we said the ambulance backed up into into the uh, the armory, and that would have been awesome if he would have came out of it, but that didn't actually happen. Uh, 
but actually reading tweets <laughs> like three hours earlier, he actually said he was going to be in Jacksonville. <laughs> so if if I would have just been paying attention to Twitter, I would have saw that he said he was going to be there. Uh, though Oscar didn't, and Oscar was a complete surprise. Um. So I mean, you guys got Oscar, Shinsuke, and Samojo. I'm really surprised you guys you know, got a really it, good show. It, well, except for Jesse. Anti Dillinger. Well, Jesse got a front row seat. He got up close and personal. So, uh, yeah, you know, this is the third one that we've been to, and each time we've seen um, wrestlers that the next time or the next time we really saw them were um, on Raw or, of course, SmackDown. So, I wouldn't say really the next time, because they had other NXTs after that that we saw them on, but it's just, it's interesting that we didn't get to see the same uh, wrestlers at the next event. So, the first event, we saw uh, Neville, and we saw Kevin Owens, and um, we saw the Vaudevillains, and... We saw Big Cass. Big Cass was there because Enzo was injured. I was about to say, where was Enzo? Oh, so yeah. that was that time when he got that concussion, huh? Yeah, yeah. So No, no, no. It was actually before that. It was before they had come into the um, main roster. They were still in oh. NXT. He was injured for something else. I can't remember. But he wasn't there. Um, man, there were some other people there, too, that... Um, I'm fairly certain... Oh, yeah, we saw Charlotte and Becky Lynch. They had a match. Oh, and, that's awesome! And at the at the time, Becky Lynch was actually a heel, so um, I can't see her as a heel. That's interesting. It was, it was really crazy. She was a heel, and she tore like um, she tore hair extensions out of um, Charlotte's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get more heel than that. No, as a woman. no. And then um, so then the second time we went. Um, we saw Enzo. Enzo was there, and Big Cass was injured. <laughs> so we we haven't we have never seen Enzo and Cass together. Um, Amer- and American Alpha was there. Um, the main event of that one was um American Alpha and Finn Balor versus. Uh, the revival and um, what is his name? It's gonna Baron Corbin. They had a six-way tag match, and um, that was pretty amazing. Um, let's see who was else else was there a second time. We saw Apollo Cruz there. Um, I believe Alexa Bliss was there as well. Um, we, we, we still haven't seen Bailey. Uh, they've had some other house shows that Bailey may have come to, but we, you know, we don't go to every single house show. But yeah, we, um, haven't seen her or, uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, that's a shame. Out of the four horsewomen. We've seen Emma. Emma was there the second time. Um, and I think Eva Marie might, I think she wrestled against Eva Marie. Um, so yeah, so we've seen a lot of people that have come up to the main roster 
live. And this time, I mean, we saw Ty Dillinger. I, he's going to come up eventually. Of course, Nakamura and um, um, Asuka, Asuka. They're yeah, they're going to be. They would be dumb not to bring them up because they're so over right now. It's like ridiculous how over they are. Um. So. I'm looking, I'm looking, let me, let me look elsewhere, because the WWE website does not have, um, um, does not have all the, the people I'm looking for. I'm gonna have to go to, uh... Squared Circle? No, I'm gonna have to go to a Pro Wrestling Wiki. So... Oh, damn, that... Oh yeah, I'm getting serious here. So Andre Almas, Andrade Almas, was who was wrestling um, Nakamura, like you you pointed out. CN is his nickname, I guess, right? Yeah, that's uh, his uh, lucha name. Um, let's see, Billy Kay. Billy Kay is the Australian chick that we saw, and she was wrestling. Um. Is it? I want to say Mandy Rose. Is who she was wrestling with? It was Billy blonde girl. Yeah, blonde girl. Her and um, her and Billy Kay were tagged up against um. Let's see. Is this what her name is? No. Casey Cassidy was there also. Um, and she, I can't remember who she wrestled against. Um, I'm surprised that Daria chick's not on here. Because I've actually seen her on um, NXT shows on on the actual network. Um, okay. So, anyways. That was the... Uh, that was the live event that we went to where we had to miss our podcast. Sadly, um, it's the reason Jesse's going to miss this this particular podcast as well. Yeah, well, uh, we wish him the best. Hopefully uh, he, he's here next week after he recovers. Yeah. So, um... Clash of Champions. Oh yeah, Clash of Champions. Um, so Clash of Champions was a. Uh, uh, I think it was pretty good. Um, overall, I'd say if I had to grade cl- Class of yeah, Class of Champions because uh, we were in a class, <laughs> uh, um, Clash of Champions. I'd say, uh, let me, uh, let me see if I can find a breakdown. We can go over all the matches. Um, I remember a lot of it. Okay. And I would give it maybe not exactly a B plus, but not a B, like somewhere in between there. Between like a C and a B? 
No, I like a between a B and a B plus. Like it's not exact. It's almost B plus, but it's not quite. Here we go. Okay, so the first match was Nia Jax against Alicia Fox. And, um, that was fun. Nia Jax just destroyed Alicia Fox. Hey, towards the end, it looked like Alicia Fox was grabbing some steam. She she had her she had her down for for quite a bit. Yeah, uh, she did, and then she was destroyed. So, yeah, she was promptly destroyed after fucking up, but yeah. Um, the next match was um, actually what I would really consider the match of the night, which was Chris Jericho versus Sami Zayn. Chris Jericho, man, is there anything he can do bad right now? Uh, Grit Chris Jericho won the match, but it was um, it was really good, a really good match. Um, which I mean, you would really expect from both of them because they're both uh, both really good workers. Um, the following match after them was the first defense of the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, Brian Kendrick against TJ Perkins. And it it was actually really good. Um, uh, My wife, Brandy, hasn't watched really any of the Cruiserweight Classic, but she was really impressed. She was like, this is how the whole Cruiserweight uh, division is? It's really fast. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're really fast. Uh, uh, Brian can Fast, a lot of guys, they can't, like, yeah. every time they got him in that head twist, he's like, nope, I'm on my feet again. That that It was just some awesome stuff. Yeah, um, there there was a couple botches. I haven't got to watch Botchamania today. But I wouldn't be surprised if there was a couple uh, Brian Kendrick botches in there. Did you watch it today? Uh, no, I'm not on their Patreon, unfortunately. Oh, right, right, right. So it'll probably be out in a few days. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's at least one Brian Kendrick botch. I can't remember any offhand, but I do remember he had at least a, a handful in the I match. remember we were we were throwing that out there, like, oh, that's on Botch Mania. Yeah. Um... Then, um, the the next match was the final match of Cesaro versus Sheamus. The second, I mean, the seventh match of of seven. I, I, honestly, this, this was a, um, one of the matches that could have been match of the night. It could have and should have. Honestly, but. I think what really ruined this was the finish. Like, uh, the ref calling it off because they looked like they were too wore out to wrestle? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never seen that before. Uh, I've seen it, but most of the time it's not, like, in this type of match. Most of the time it's, like, a no-holds-barred or, like, 
hardcore match or something. And like, <laughs> like it, it's Mick Foley and he falls off the hell in the cell or, you know, <laughs> like he can barely move and then they call the match off. Um, it looked like Cesaro just kind of like really, like he, there was that one time where he dove through the ropes and landed oh, right on man. his face and neck. Oh so. my God. That's, I'm gonna be so surprised if that's not on Botchamania <laughs> with some crazy video game music behind it. Maybe Donkey Kong Country or something. <laughs> I'm hoping for some Sonic music. Yeah, gotta go fast. <laughs> Cause he uh, and he um he's if I don't know if you read because I'm on his uh, subscribe to his Twitter I follow him. He said, basically, he's never going to do that ever again. <laughs> he's, Is he ever going to do the 619 ever again? I don't know. I hope he does. It was kind of slow looking. It it wasn't as crisp <laughs> as a, a Rey Mysterio 619. Uh, but, you know, then again, he probably doesn't do it as much as Rey Mysterio does. That's Rey Mysterio's, like, one of his signature moves that he probably does, like, almost every time he wrestles. You know... Cesaro, I bet that was probably like maybe one of a handful of times he's ever actually done it. Um, it yeah, so it looked kind of slow. Uh, yeah, it, I mean it wasn't the it wasn't the best looking. It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of John Cena doing that springboard stunner to people. <laughs> like you know, he wants it to be like super awesome and. Like I know he wants people to pop when when he does that move, like like uh people do when Stone Cold would do the stunner, but it, no, 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 John Cena, <laughs> no, like he didn't uh, get all of it. No, most of the time he doesn't. Most of the time he doesn't get all of it. Like it, I, I don't know. It just it looks real sloppy and just never do that again, John Cena. He's no Ember Moon. <laughs> no, no, he's not. Hers is devastating looking <laughs> hers looks like she's sending her opponent to the hospital <laughs> yeah like she does that flip off the top turnbuckle and just like destroys them so anyways I think they call that the eclipse oh well, yeah never mind that's what they call it the eclipse yeah the eclipse okay okay so the next match was um the tag team championship match, the Raw tag team championship match, um, the New Day versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Um, honestly, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, they came out swinging. Uh, it looked like they could have ended the match quick, but, you know, they just don't have the X factor. The X factor, the Xavier Woods factor... <laughs> because uh you know uh, is, did they win this match by Xavier um hitting um Luke Gallows in the face Yeah okay was it the, Luke? I can't remember which one it was but I know he hit one of them in the face with the trombone um and according to Twitter it's because um uh when the at the start of the match I think um Luke Gallows like uh, super kicked or did something to um, Xavier and knocked him out, right? So yep, that was his that was... that was his payback for that. Um, uh, the New Day retained the championship belt, 
belts. And um, uh, you you mentioned something earlier this week as to why you think they're going to keep the belts. Yeah, I, I I read that. I don't know. Are we really going to go into to like shoot style? Well, it's really it's really uh you know it's really just a rumor. I mean, we don't really have any facts. But if you really think about it, it seems like that would be something that the WWE would did. They did that to AJ Lee. You know that, right? AJ Lee yeah, had the record, and they specifically had Nikki keep the title like a like a week after AJ's rain or something like that something ridiculous like that um yeah yeah so basically i read that the um the demolition are in this like class action action lawsuit against the wwe the wwe for all the concussions they've had so wwe's fuck you is gonna be hey new day is gonna break your record and um like maybe a week or two later after December 14th where they'll actually break the record um there's another TLC right yeah there's a TLC match there's a TLC it's a pay-per-view it's a pay-per-view but it's the pay-per-view TLC oh alright because that that is an actual name of a pay-per-view I just don't know if that's the one it's and TLC is normally in December So, so yeah I don't know. December 18th? I don't know if it's TLC or if it's something else. So uh, there is where they'll probably lose the title. And it'll be to the Shining Stars because I'm oh saying so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They're building uh, up the Shining Stars. <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro are going to drop to the Shining Stars <laughs> as Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows have been to, to the New Day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible they could win. Um, I I would like to see Enzo and Cass get the belts because they've never had the belts. Not even the um, not even the NXT champion, uh, tag championships. And the VOD villains have had that, and so have the Ascension. They've both had the Ascension. They held the um, NXT tag titles for the longest. More than anybody else, they they're the longest reigning NXT tag title holders, and now they're like the biggest jobbers in the tag team division on either show. Uh, okay, so New Day kept the belt, um, and then the next match was <laughs> the three way. <laughs> mm, only in my dreams. <laughs> between Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte. Um, it was a pretty good match. It had a really weird spot uh, where they all did like a drop kick to each other's feet. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, why? <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of ridiculous. Um, Charlotte kept the belt. It, this This chick, man. I don't know, man. She's, I mean, she's, you know, genetically superior, I guess, is what her catchphrase is. But, honestly, I'm going to air a grievance here. Raw's women roster is not very deep. 
there's really not very many women. Like, them three, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey, like... That's really it. (laughs) I mean, it's them, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox... Alicia Fox. And Paige. Paige, I believe, is on Raw also. She's been, like, MIA for... Yeah, I don't think she's actually been on Raw since they drafted her. No. But she's technically on their roster... And um, she has a contract, and I think, if I had to guess, she's probably been on house shows. Probably, they just haven't had her on TV yet. But I yeah, like I I, I person I personally like Paige. Like if Paige was the champion, I would have no problem with that. So come back, Paige. If you're listening to this podcast, come back, Paige. Well, we could just always talk to our good friend Vince and get yeah, her, yeah, her. yeah, our our good buddy Vince. Hey, get get that Sasha on this on the show. We know you got some pull. <laughs> yeah, she's from Boston. I'll see if I can uh, talk to her for a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> I meant Paige. That's what I meant. And I said Sasha. Oh, <laughs> well. Page. You know, yeah, you said Sasha. I meant, you know, Paige you know, is from Boston. Paige is, Paige is from uh, England somewhere in England. So, Charlotte won. She um, beat both challengers. Um, specifically pinning Bailey. Oh, yeah, she did. I, I, ba- I don't know, Bailey. Why do they keep pinning Bailey? They're making her look weak, man. Making her look weak. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, the next match was Roman Reigns and Rusev. Roman Reigns, he got that title. Finally. <laughs> he, he got the U.S. Championship, which honestly I think is where Roman Reigns should be. He, the U.S. title is really like the epitome of the mid-card. It's really the... Uh, if they were literal about some things or they really didn't had like a shoot name for the title I would really say they would name the US title the shoot the mid card shoot title yeah that's what I think they should name it it should be the unofficial name the mid card shoot title um so yeah he won it and um I kind of hope he holds it for a little bit I'd like to I'd like to see him hold it to like Survivor Series that's in November Give him a good, uh, give him a good, almost two months, maybe a little under, a little over two months of a rain, <clears throat> of a Roman rain. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, um, I, but I, I, I honestly, I think that the feud between him and, uh, Rusev should end, and it should end very soon, and we'll talk about that when we, we start talking about Raw. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so then we're to the main event. The main event, which was um, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. And, um, you know, I think it wasn't the match of the night. It was a good match, but not the match of the night. Um, I agree with you on that one. Kevin Owens won. And he won because Chris Jericho's the best. <laughs> he won because Chris Jericho's the GOAT. Greatest His best of all friend. time. 
Yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh, they did. They had some pretty good spots. Uh, the announcer table, uh, Spanish announce table, got uh, busted from a senton that Kevin Owens did, and ro- um, Seth Rollins rolled out of the way. Now, honestly, I would um, have liked to see him take that senton. I think that would have been amazing. Uh, before he did it, he did the old DX suck it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did the senton, and yeah, I don't know. It 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 kind of it kind of cheapened the suck it in in my mind. Um, but it kind of you know it it boosted Rollins' suck it when he landed yes, the the pedigree, the pedigree yeah. later on. Um, yeah, so that's he. So so the end of the match, we're kind of skipping ahead for time here. So we're not like one o'clock, and we're still doing the. Potato Fest. I know everybody wants to hear a four-hour Potato Fest. <clears throat> but so the end of the match, Seth Rollins <clears throat> lands the pedigree after, of course, doing the old suck it maneuver. Um, and Chris Jericho, the GOAT, put Kevin Owens' foot on the rope. And hey... No three count when your foot's on the rope. Um, so, then, um, he interfered, right? Did he interfere and it become a disqualification, or did he interfere and... No, then... he, he... Kevin Owens pinned him eventually, but, he, like, he provided interference. The ref was like, hey, I saw you. You put your foot up there. Get out of here. And Rollins, like got whipped into the ref knocking the ref out remember because he had always pinned for like 30 seconds right right so then the (laughs) right so the ref got knocked out and then kevin um uh chris jericho and kevin owens they beat the crap out of tyler uh excuse me seth (laughs) Rollins. it's funny i i said that uh um and then um, Stephanie McMahon came out, and she sent another referee. And by that point, it was too late. Kevin Owens got the pin. One, two, three. Uh, <laughs> so it's funny that I mentioned Tyler because uh, Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins' old ring name used to be Tyler Black. That was his old his old Ring of Honor uh, ring name. And um, as a matter of fact, uh, these two had have had matches because uh, Kevin Owens wrestling under his real name which was Kevin Steen um, him and Tyler Black or Seth Rollins um, they've had they have had matches you can actually go on YouTube and you can look for the old Ring of Honor match um, and if you've never been to a house show Patrick Really, if you watch this match, this is what a house show looks like. It looks like it's in a um, gymnasium. There's probably about 60 or 70 people in there around the ring. It's really small. Um, it's uh, it's a pretty awesome match. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, trash talks a lot throughout the whole match. Um, he actually does a Stone Cold Stunner to, um, to, to Seth Rollins. He does. <laughs> and it's actually a pretty good stunner. <clears throat> Unlike that travesty springboard stunner that we were talking about earlier. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good stunner. Um, 
uh, he gets he gets Seth Rollins in like a um, like a hold and I can't remember what he says but it's pretty funny but yeah it's definitely worth checking out probably like a 10 12 minute match or something like that uh yeah yeah so that was um that was Clash of Champions Clash of Champions uh the next night which is Raw Monday Night Raw and you mean Clash of Champions 2.0 uh, pretty much, because Raw started out with a U.S. title match with Roman Reigns and Rusev. Oh, man. For 30 minutes. Yeah, more than that, probably. More than that. And it ended with a double countout. My most favorite, most favorite thing in the whole world. Why? Why? What were they thinking when they booked this match? End this feud right now. Like... Who else can wrestle Roman Reigns for the U.S. title? Who? 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 <laughs> There's got to be somebody. Somebody can wrestle him. Rusev, like, uh, Dolph Ziggler's on uh, SmackDown, or I would suggest he wrestle uh, Roman Reigns for the title. <laughs> well, we'll get down to that later. Yeah. That might not be an option. Okay, so... So, it was a double count out. Uh, pretty disappointing match. I'd say probably the low point. They just got that out of the way on this Raw. Um, there was... A, then the next match was a tag team championship match. Where the New Day beat Luke Gallows and Carly Anderson again! <sighs> like, they just need to have Luke Gallows and Carly Anderson just start losing to the VOD villains or something. <laughs> because they just need to bury them. Like, I don't know why. They, like, keep giving them repeated matches that make absolutely no sense. Like... Hey, at least they opened it, up Kofi's face on this one. Oh, they did something. yeah. Yeah, Kofi, what... How did he get... He was... Oh, my God, he was bleeding all over the place. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, is that blood? Like, when he, when he ran into his steps, like, is that blood? Yeah, and then, like, I started I saw, seeing spears. I, I saw blood, like, smeared on Carl Anderson's back. And I was like, oh, my God, is his back bleeding? And then, like, the next thing you know, they show Kofi's face. And, like, it looked like someone came in there and tried putting a Spider-Man mask on him or something. <laughs> it looked like he went down on this girl on on period oh, day. jeez, but instead of, like, actually doing anything, he just rubbed his face in it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we always gotta go there. Um. So yeah. Uh. It was. It was a pretty brutal match. Um. Needless to say, just because of that spot, I don't. I still don't know how he got split open. Did he like hit the stairs or something? I think it was from the stairs. I because I. I don't know. Either that or hitting the apron, leaving because mm. there was blood on the floor before he hit the stairs. It was one of them. He got split open. Um, I feel like I feel like the WWE is gradually starting to uh, go towards more PG thirteen feel. I think that either that they don't want to do it all at once. But I, I don't mind the violence. I would like them to bring in more violence like that. Uh, the women's division should never go back to the way it was ever. There shouldn't mm-hmm. be any more brawn panty matches. 
I mean, as much as I'll admit the the masculine man part of me likes to see feminine things like that, I think as far as like competition goes, they should never have uh, those type of matches, mud mud wrestling, and you know whatever else. Uh, I agree. Let ladies fight. This is it's yeah, way yeah. better now than what it. Yeah, because it's been, the it's ever... when they when they actually wrestle, they like tear the house down. They do a way better job than most of the men do. Yeah, for the most part, I'd say they probably overall have less botches. Um, so the next match, Unless speaking of botches, <laughs> speaking of botches, they decided to give uh, Bailey a squash match. She wrestled, <laughs> um, according to the website, Anna Fields. Go Anna. Uh, Anna Fields uh, put up a fight. It wasn't like um, one of Nia Jax's squash matches where she just comes out and does like three moves and wins. Uh, it was an actual match. Uh, I mean, but at the beginning of the match, you really knew who was going to win. They're not going to really bury Bailey like that, <laughs> having some jobber beat her. <laughs> that would be a travesty. Um, <clears throat> so Bailey won. <laughs> I don't think I said that, but she won. Uh, the next match was um, something I'd like to see more of on Raw, which was a tag team cruiserweight match. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Cedric Alexander, Rich Juan versus Lince Dorado and Drew Gulak. Which, Drew Gulak is like the monster of the cruiserweight division. Um... Uh, Cedric and Rich won. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty entertaining match. I'd say uh, I really haven't been disappointed with really any of the cruiserweight matches I've seen. Uh, It was uh, pretty delightful. Um, But speaking of Lince Dorado, now there is officially three luchas, three luchador wrestlers in... um, Raw, and and now that I think about luchador wrestlers, kind of redundant. <laughs> in Raw? Yeah, there's three there's three luchadors now, in Raw. There's Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, and Sin Cara. Okay, that's why I'm like I haven't seen Sin Cara in action yet. No, Sin Cara's on. No, yeah, he's on Raw. He, he got beat Raw. up by Braun. Yep. Bra Braun. Braun. Strowman. Strowman. He yeah so. So this is my dream match. I don't think I mentioned it last time, or did I? But I want to see all three of those Lucha go against uh, Braun Strowman in a handicap match. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I I don't know if I pointed this out, um, but the reason that they give the they give like Braun Strowman and Nia Jax these these uh, matches, these type of matches, these squash matches, where basically they're wrestling against a no-name wrestler, is to make them look strong. It makes them look strong to the average wrestling fan. And I understand that, but does it really, though? Does it really make them look strong? Like, if, if, like, a well-known fighter, like, let's, let's just get fantasy style on here. Like, let's say Bruce Lee beat up some uh, no-name... Beat up James Ellsworth. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. If you want to go there, if he beat up James Ellsworth, like, you you would know that was going to happen. 
because you you've seen Bruce Lee you've seen Bruce Lee in movies like beat groups of like you know assumed assumed trained kung fu or martial artists he's just beaten waves of them <laughs> right so th- yep. that's my point my point is is that Braun Strowman we know he's a beast we know he can just destroy people so why not have him in a match like that with three named wrestlers they're all I mean you could really I'd say Sin Cara if he lost maybe like 10-15 pounds he'd probably be a cruiserweight also you could you could say that if he wrestled all three of them and beat them in a handicap match where in a handicap match you're you're already going to expect um, the odds to be stacked against whoever's in the match. But then he wins, and then in my eyes, that makes him look strong. Or if he is beating actual named wrestlers that are on the roster, like he does those jobbers, that makes him look strong. And then Brock Lesnar is on Raw. And Brock Lesnar is by far the strongest of all the wrestlers. They they make him look the strongest. He destroyed Randy Orton at SummerSlam. So that's that's my point. Have Ron Strowman. By the way, he wasn't on this Raw, but have him beat named wrestlers. Have him beat uh, Rusev like that. Maybe maybe it go a little bit more back and forth. Rusev's kind of a beast too. Um. But, you know, just have him, like, mow down all the, like, cruiserweights or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they, like they, I, I was also thinking maybe they could put, like, Braun Strowman in, like, a battle royale against all the cruiserweights. And, like, <laughs> he just levels them all. So, cruiserweight is now jobberweight division. Well, not jobberweight, but just, just against him, you know. They still, have the, they still have the cruiserweight title, and you know maybe they won't do that because that would kind of make the the cruiserweights look a little weak. But I mean they are in a cruiserweight division. I mean let's get real here. You know Brock Lesnar would probably do the same thing to him. Um. Uh. <clears throat> so um, off on a wild tangent there. Um, the, the next match was um. <sighs> It was a tag match. Do you remember what tag match it was, Patrick? Yes, that was Sheamus and Cesaro versus Jobber Team one. Job. <laughs> yeah, Team Jobber. <laughs> Jobber one and Jobber two. Uh, Nick Cutler and Willis Williams, because he likes alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, so they won. This, yeah, this tag team was brought because um, because the best of seven just kind of. And, Went up ship. Yeah, and according to Mick Foley, he doesn't want to lose them. He wants them to both be doing good or something. I, uh, that reasoning and is... Uh, he's like, okay, you're both getting a title shot, but it's not the titles <laughs> that you're thinking of. Okay, so I don't know about that reasoning. I think it, it should go out the window. Um, I honestly think that this tag team could work. Um, and I think that Sheamus could stay heel and Cesaro stay a baby face <clears throat> and they could I think Cesaro's going a bit sweeter because remember he's been doing some heel stuff lately mm, yeah with the old uh, foot on the ropes for leverage and that one win in the best of seven mm-hmm. yeah he could be maybe I, I think this tag team could work I think that they could 
some if they stay this tag team for a while, they could eventually get the belts. I think. Um. Not really a match, but it was kind of a promo with Sasha and um, Charlotte. Um, Sasha, of course, challenged her again because there's no other women but Bailey, Nia Jax, and Alicia. So, um, uh, TJ Perkins had a match against uh, Tony Nese. Um, Tony Nese is an animal. Um. Uh, I don't. I can't really say much about him. Just watch him in the Cruiserweight Classic if you haven't seen it. Uh, T.J. Perkins wins, and I want to uh, really point this out. T.J. Perkins has the most awesome intro music ever. He really does. <laughs> he like I like I want to imagine like before he made his debut in Raw, he had to have been like with. Uh, you know the back office, whoever helps the the talent come up with um, their intro music, and he, I, I guarantee you he was just like handed someone just a copy of Mega Man. Here you go. Here's what I want my intro music to be. <laughs> uh, because it's very very Mega Man-ish. Like yeah, I won't like I, I won't be surprised if like like uh, one night he comes out with like the plastic helmet of Mega Man and the the Buster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh, he's gonna start feuding with with uh, with Z- with Xavier if he does that. Oh man, <laughs> see Xavier, I think he could probably be a cruiserweight if he. Uh, nah, dude's so? way too built. He's way too built. He, he Kofi, Kofi maybe Xavier, no way. I think I think Xavier could. He'd probably have to cut weight. See, I think there's I think there's a handful of wrestlers because that Tony Nese guy is buff too. He's huge, and he actually had to cut weight to get to the uh, cruiserweight. I think they said he had to cut, like, uh, no, 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 no. It was Cedric Alexander that had to cut weight. He had to cut, like, 15 or 20 pounds. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I don't know what Xavier's weight is, but he can't be more than, like, 230, right? What do you think? Gonna, oh no, he looks gonna, like you look he up looks like weight, two, let's let's do this right now. Let's do this right now. <laughs> let's look up, let's look up Xavier's weight. It, it probably will, will tell you on his Wikipedia page. <clears throat> oh shit, he's under. Oh, he's two fifty. I mean two hundred five. Two hundred five. Oh shit, he's exactly the weight to be in a cruiserweight division. <laughs> okay, so he's cruiserweight. <laughs> have him have them See, feud. Th- but that's the thing, though, is that he can't go on his own because the New Day has a, such a strong gimmick that's working for him. I think if they lose their titles in December, then I think that he may go to a cruiserweight division. That's my prediction. That's my that's my uh, prediction. I don't know if he can keep up with those guys, though. They're all quick. I don't know. He had a... Um, he had a pretty good match against uh, John Cena. Um, it seems like a few months ago, on mm. Raw, if I remember right. And yeah, it was a pretty good match. It he he held his own pretty much for the whole match until he got AA'd. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. And then like let's let's get serious here. Um, Seth Rollins, he's always billed at two seventeen. So that's my that's my thing here. Like the cruiserweight division, it really like opens the door for a lot of other wrestlers. 
like, to go after the title. Because, like, what if, like, what if someone like Seth Rollins cut weight and then beat the Cruiserweight, got that championship belt, and then got the WWE championship belt, because they don't they don't call it the heavyweight championship anymore. If you noticed, they just call it the mm-hmm. WWE championship. And then he could get the US. He could get the 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 mid card um, shoot title. No, he can't do that. This that's the I told you my my fantasy booking. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Seth Rollins gets all the belts. No, Broken Matt Hardy is going to come into oh, WWE. Oh, jeez. Now, <laughs> I've, seen a lot of, he's... I've seen a lot of people that want that, especially on subreddits. Like, it's, it's, it's been, uh, the, the top subreddit or the top post on WWE right now is, what would your reaction be if Monday Broken Matt Hardy appeared on Raw? Uh, probably a huge pop, if I had to guess. Enormous would... pop. I don't think it would happen because he's uh, I don't know I, he has a contract until uh, I think they said February but then we don't really know what the state of TNA is right now <laughs> they haven't yeah. really said anything they just told all the wrestlers to show up for their pay-per-view this weekend so I don't know I don't know I don't know what's going to go on with that we can talk a little bit more about that after we get through Raw which uh, TJ Perkins won um, yep. There was a highlight reel with uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, which was amazing. I, I don't know why, but it was amazing. Um, Enzo and Cass came out and spoiled the fun. Um, if I remember right, um, Chris Jericho said, or no, uh, Seth Rollins crashed the highlight reel. Um, and all of the security uh, prevented him from going to the ring. And then Enzo and Cass came out. And Chris Jericho said something questionable um, about jumping in Enzo's, or no, uh, Big Cass's lap. You remember him saying that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no, he didn't say that at all. Never, never. <laughs> right. Why would you say something like that? Right. Okay, um, so then they had a tag match with Enzo and Cass, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, and it looks like I'm starting to see a little bit of stress between Jericho and KO. No. Just a smidge, and I'll tell you why. Um, Chris Jericho, um... In the promo to Seth Rollins, I believe he said our Universal Championship. And Kevin Owens looked at him strange, like, uh, no, it's my title, not our title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, also, in the tag match, when it started, um, Enzo and Chris Jericho started it, and Enzo... I mean, uh, Chris Jericho was wearing his $750 scarf, and he threw it, or he handed it to uh, Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens kind of just, woo, chucked it behind him. Not a very friendly... Trouble in paradise. Yeah, not a very friendly thing to do. So, uh, yeah, just a couple things. I, I don't know how long it, their, their bromance is going to last. 
It's a uh, good while it's here. There's uh some shoot style thing that uh <laughs> I read about that. So apparently Jericho might be leaving Raw. I mean Raw WWE next pay per view. Oh, it might be his last this, one. Yeah, they're saying uh, he might be uh, leaving to take to do some Fozzy stuff. Oh right, yeah, he he does that every now and then. I, it wouldn't surprise me. And like it's almost like a break for him, I think. <laughs> uh, but I think he's figured it out. I think that's how he stays fresh. And I think that's in his contract that he can he can leave periodically, and then he'll come back uh, at the right moment and help KO. Be awesome again. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so um, then we have the old SmackDown, the old SmackDown Live. Um. Let's see. So. Oh, Bray Wyatt. Hmm. <laughs> He's like... I'll go ahead and say it here. Bray Wyatt is the weakest threat ever. The weakest threat ever. Like, he comes off as like, Oh no, Bray Wyatt. Oh, he's going to eat worlds and he's a god. And then he loses. <laughs> what? Yeah, he sets up all these traps and... Yeah, so the, through the whole thing, uh, Randy Orton was, like, going through some kind of weird backstage maze thing. <laughs> like, he... There was two doors. Open up this door, or open up this door. One door had a weird full-size cutout of Randy Orton. The other door had... Uh, um... Shit, what's his name? Um... Harper? Yeah. Luke Harper? Not... Uh, Luke Harper, um, the other guy, the guy with the red beard. Shit, I'm terrible with names. The the the, the Wyatt that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, although he gave up his sheet mask, he no longer wears the sheet mask. He like has horns on it or something. It's a goat mask. <laughs> um. So he didn't go in that door. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the first match was um, um, the Usos and the Ascension against Heath Slater, Rhino, and American Alpha. I like the Usos better as heels, I'm not going to lie. They look good, I just don't like their attire anymore. Yeah, they're like street thugs now. Yeah, it, it doesn't... They should they should have just like I think you guys said it best like they should have just had like heel face paint instead of yeah this stuff yeah like dark looking face paint and stuff that would have been cool but whatever Ascension does that now so <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah they beat but imagine if they had to heel face paint with the Ascension uh, <laughs> they beat them they could come up with some kind of stable with them that'd be <laughs> <laughs> anyways they beat them anyway. I'm. I I don't know I don't know why they let him win. Uh, Heath Slater. Wait, who beat who? Uh, the Ascension and the Usos won. Um, Heath Slater and Rhino are pretty hot right now. Somehow, I'm still quite not sure why. I'm still trying to figure it out, but they're on fire. Um, 
The next match was also a tag match, which was Carmella and Natalia versus Nikki Bella and Naomi. 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 Naomi has the best women's entrance by far. The best entrance period, as we said before. <coughs> mm, I'll give you that. PJ Perkins is in second place. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't beat those theatrics, man. Yeah. Like, she is... Like, her old entrance is garbage compared to this one. <laughs> like, every time. Like, I I watched SmackDown almost for that entrance. And AJ Styles. <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, Kamara, Kam- Carmella... And Natalia, they won. They beat them. Yep. Again. Mm-hmm. Yep. That Nikki Bella just is terrible. She hasn't won too many matches since she's been back. She was the she was the title holder for a long time, sir. The longest time. Ugh. She was. She's just not feeling the glow anymore. Oh, no, Naomi just definitely feeling the glow. She is the glow right now. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the next match was, well, excuse me, it wasn't really a match. It was the Mrs. Cleveland Homecoming, which I don't know if anyone knew this, but Dolph Ziggler is from Cleveland as well. Which is funny. Watch this interaction and then go back to the WWE Network and watch the ride-along episode with the Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Oh geez, I gotta gotta go catch up on that one. <clears throat> yeah, um, I actually it's one of the shows I like. Uh, Ride along, it's a uh, pretty interesting to see them. I'd like to see Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho um, on that show. I'm hoping I'm hoping they have a ride along with them too, or uh, I don't know, maybe Finn Balor and someone. Sammy Is Zane. Seth Rollins? Yeah, or Seth Rollins. <laughs> hey, remember when you fucked up my shoulder? <laughs> so, uh, so they're gonna have a match at the next pay per view, which is No Mercy. Which, have you seen the promos for No Mercy with the Miss no, with not. the Miss's wife? Oh yeah, that's she's kind speaking of speaking French. Now, I asked you what Mercy means in French, right? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, like so what's No in French? No. Yeah. So. She's basically saying no, thank you, <laughs> because she yeah. she says mercy with a very French accent and very a very French way to say say I'm not gonna even attempt it because I'll just butcher it. But <clears throat> but yeah, uh, she's saying no, thank you. It's the no thank you pay per view that's coming up, guys. Well, it's before Thanksgiving, so you know it's not thankful. So yeah, <laughs> no no thank you. Um, then uh, we had Alexa Bliss who ambushed Becky Lynch that happened not really a match yeah that was that was weird it's gonna be a matter of, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Alexa Bliss won the title and no mercy I'm gonna be completely honest because I just I don't know I just can see it happening I think I'll go ahead and call that as my pick even though no, I, no, I can't see Becky uh, losing her first defense. I don't want it to happen, but I have a feeling it's going to. 
So then the next match, woo, the first title, the first WWE World Championship on SmackDown. It was AJ Styles against Dean Ambrose, because we've never seen that before, ever. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um, With John Cena commentating. Yeah, John Cena was commentating, and he, uh, I think he was doing pretty good. I think he has a future in commentating. He, oh, for sure. He did a good job. Yeah, he did do a good job. And then, um, um, they, the match spilled outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean Ambrose. AJ took a swing at. Yeah, he did. He took a swing at, um, Cena. And then they got back into the ring. Cena, of course, was not happy with that. And he jumped up on the ring apron enough to distract the referee and mm, what did AJ Styles do it was Dean Ambrose that went out there and he's like fuck you you fucked up my count hit John Cena John Cena's like okay fuck this yes yes Um, it resulted in AJ keeping the belt which honestly I think he should keep it for a long time I think he should keep it until um until I get tired of hearing the champ that runs the camp <laughs> I think he should keep it at least until Royal Rumble or Wrestlemania I think he should and then I think um, I think at either one of those pay-per-views I think they could possibly have it switch to Raw have them have a, a cross cross promotion um, match with somebody maybe maybe Finn Balor maybe Finn Balor comes back and maybe he has the uh, Universal Championship and beats AJ Styles and then has both championships. Oh, geez, just imagine the demon entrance with both championship belts. <laughs> that would be some vindication for him, um, you know, only having the title for a day. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they could they could come up with some way, you know. There's they act like there's rules between the promotions, but all they have to do is just be like, oh yeah, well, um, AJ gets his next title shot at the next pay per view for Raw or something, you know. And then, or they split the belt somehow, or I don't know. Anyways, um, AJ kept the belt. Um, the the next show of the week is um, NXT um <laughs> I didn't watch NXT <laughs> oh <laughs> but you did so <laughs> ah shoot yeah I <laughs> let me see if I can remember cause I just uh, I was a uh, I'll give you uh, I'll at least find the um the the breakdown of it so that you can uh so I can at least go over them and you can give me some highlights of the match. Okay, so... So the first match was... The first match was Ty Dillinger. And Angelo Dawkins, the... the I don't even know what the what the hell that, that mixer is. He's Stern Grits, sir. Or Stern... That's what it is. Or is he Stern Soup? I don't know what the fuck he's stirring. Something. The Curse of Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Ty Dillinger. That, that, that happened. It was... We've Whatever, Ty Dillinger got him with the tiebreaker. We've seen Angelo Dawkins. I, th- I believe he was at the event we went to. Angelo Dawkins was. Either that one or the one before. Um, yeah, he's... He didn't really put up much of a fight. 
Like there was a fight, but he didn't really do much. Okay, so but yeah, um, the Sidewinder won that. And then Bobby Roo came out, and um, he's like, "Hey, I came here. I wanted to compete. I want to compete in this Dusty Rhodes challenge, but I don't got any friends. Uh, how about you and I come together and be Glorious Ten and bam, yeah, Glorious Ten, baby. Yep. So, new tag team. Yep. So they're going to be a new tag team for the upcoming Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which we'll cover. The last year's was amazing. Um, <clears throat> look out for DIY. Uh, they're my favorites to win it this year. Um, or the Authors of Pain. I say Authors of Pain or DIY. Authors of Pain. Uh, RTM 61 in there? Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to be in it. So is uh, the Revival. They're all going to be in oh, it. Oh, they have some heavy hitters. Yeah, they're all going to be in the tournament. It's going to... I think they should have more tournaments, honestly. Um, <clears throat> I think they should have more tournaments in the main roster. Like, you know, more tournaments or, like, the best of seven. I like I, I like the concept of the best of seven. Uh, just, I don't know. It's just like it got a little stale, but I like the concept. The next... Maybe a best of five. Yeah, that'd probably be better. Uh... <clears throat> What it says here on the website is Samoa Joe's demolition of the NXT roster begins. So, uh, the revival were going to take on this other team. I have no idea who these, the other guys were. Jobber one, jobber two again. Samoa Joe, like you know, the revival coming out. Then Samoa Joe's just like fuck this, runs out, beats the shit out of both of them, and the revival just look at the ring <laughs> and they're like. Oh, he so beat up the two guys okay. that were in the he ring, the, 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 the twin brothers. Okay. The, the, they were like the twin Darius and something. They didn't beat up the revival. He didn't beat up the revival. No, the revival just like, he started looking at the revival and the guys are like, they threw their hands up. They're like, nope, fuck this, and walked back <laughs> to the stage. Then um, Samoa Joe picked him up. You know, he was like, you know, I was really mad that that one dude fucked up my chance to fuck up uh, Shinsuke again you know, Jesse, and so he picked the guy up and started slamming him into the stairs and kind of told William Regal, like, if you don't give me my title, I'm gonna keep doing this, and that was that. Okay. So, so the next match was Ember Moon versus Mandy Rose. Yeah, Mandy Rose, I, I liked her. She was doing some good stuff until she got eclipsed. Is, um, um, Corey Graves still announced for NXT? Oh, uh, I wasn't. I I was. I don't think he was that one time. Okay, because he would have blew in his pants if he saw Mandy Rose. Because he did last time I heard him talk about her. Like she was the best thing ever. Uh, I mean, she's she's the she's way better than than uh, Eva Marie in every sense of the word. Yeah, that's me. So. Okay, so Ember Moon won. She she won with her uh, finisher, if I take it right. Yep. Okay. It's a thing of beauty. Um, the next match was Authors of Pain versus Jesus Yurnet and Jonathan Cruz. Unless he goes by Jesus, which would be strange. Ah, <laughs> uh, geez, I don't even remember. I, I I just remember the Authors of Pain just like going ham on these dudes. They 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 look like the second coming of the Shield. They, these guys are just... I love them. <laughs> they had this uh, one move where the guy did this Russian leg sweep and the other guy just kind of like guillotined him. 
Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Authors, authors, authors of Pain won that one pretty pretty solidly. Okay, so um, the next match was the women's champion, Asuka, versus Liv Morgan. Uh, I'm sorry, Liv. Like, I, I know, I've, I, you know, I've been seeing, like, what she's been saying, how she wants to, like, step up and get her title shot. Stop right and, there. You already went longer than the entire match took. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... What is she thinking? Like, Asuka is such a monster. Does she... She should just go back and watch what Asuka did to Nia Jax. Like, she almost imploded Nia Jax's head. <laughs> like, she kicked her in the most potato of potatoes I've ever seen, ever. It looked like the realest kick I've ever seen. It, it couldn't have been real, because uh, Nia Jax is still with us. She is, She wasn't sent to the great beyond, but not. But Asuka, like, planted her foot so hard on the side of her side of her head, and Nia, and Nia Jax was done after that. Um, and then she pinned her. That was like a few months ago, but ugh, she. Yeah. I don't know what Liv Morgan was thinking. Like, she guess she didn't want to live anymore. <laughs> nope. <laughs> live it up. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Asuka won by submission, nearly tore, tore her shoulder out in like 30 seconds. That Asuka lock is brutal. And you don't... It wasn't even the Asuka lock, it, it was just... No, it, it was just a random lock that she just like, kind of had her shoulder, like she had her arm pulled up. So was it like an arm bar, kind of? Kind of, it was It was targeting the shoulder, like she, if she would have just leaned back a little more, that would have been a dislocated shoulder. Okay. But yeah, anyways, that Asuka lock's brutal looking too. Um, mm-hmm. So so she won, which, I mean, really, was really expected. Shock. I know. Uh. Um, the final match was Hideo Itami and Lince Dorado, which I guess Lince Dorado now is, like, between Raw and NXT. I have no problem. Maybe this was uh, this was taped before he... Oh, you're right. It was. It was. It is taped. They taped this. This was probably taped, like, two or three weeks ago. Um, that was a good match. But, um, so, after this match, I've read some things online that Hideo Itami and Kota Ibushi are going to be tag-teaming for the Dusty Rhodes um, Tag Team Classic, and I feel for anybody else that's going to be tag-teaming against them, because they have <laughs> the most, they have the hardest-looking hits ever. <laughs> like, and, of course, uh, Hideo Itami, the originator of the uh, um, GTS... Um, which is he does that and it looks very brutal um, uh, which he finished with by the way yeah um, <laughs> that was awesome Kota Ibushi has that like sit down power bomb thing is what he does right is it this I don't know I haven't seen him uh, he's oh man I thought he was going to win the cruiserweight classic because he just destroyed everybody until uh, TJ Perkins T.J. Perkins tore him up. Hey, we Perkins, we don't go down that fast. Yeah. We're, we're tough people, too. So, so that's it. That's it. No more, um, no more WWE shows. I mean, we can talk about the, all the rumors I've been reading about TNA. Who's going to buy it? Um, the, the most reliable rumor I've read, um, is that Billy Corgan is going to purchase... TNA, 
He's been the general. He's been the general manager for like since May or something like that. That's really confusing to me. I'm like the guy for Smashing Pumpkins yeah. is now he, in he had wrestling. He had his own promotion in Michigan or something before he before he took on, and apparently he's got a lot of money. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, he can actually pay these wrestlers. Yeah. So yeah, because they have a pay per view Bound for the Glory coming up. Which a lot, it's funny because a lot of uh, XWD, WWE people are going to be in it. And it would be so terrible for those guys if Vince McMahon swooped in and purchased TNA. Um, <clears throat> from what I've been reading, is that the reason he would be doing that is uh, for the catalog, their back catalog from the last like 15, 16 years that he could add to the WWE network. <clears throat> but then uh, I guess yeah. he would only cherry pick who he would take out of TNA, which what uh, he did with WCW. Yeah. Um. I mean, let's just let's just play devil's advocate. Let's say he did that. I know a <laughs> handful of wrestlers from TNA, and I would like to think that he would take Matt and Jeff Hardy because that's probably the best gimmick they have right now. Um, he'd probably take Decay. I don't know if you've seen them at all. But, uh, mm-hmm. watch that, uh, watch that promo. Watch the last promo. Where they're fighting, uh, Matt and, uh, Jeff in, uh, at the Hardy compound. It is, uh, as Matt Hardy would say, exquisite. <laughs> Alright, I'll check it out. It's worth watching. It's like, um, it's like a, 16, 17 minutes, if I remember right. <clears throat> but there's some crazy stuff. Some real crazy stuff. Um, so, um, there is another guy. I think uh, his name is CW3. Um, I think they would probably take him, too. Um, okay, if this happens... The awkward situation that Cody Rhodes is in. Yeah, not just Cody Rhodes, but also Ryback. He's also uh, TNA. Um, who else? Who else? There's a there's a few other people, I believe. Um, uh, there's someone else I was thinking of earlier today. That'd be. They definitely take Ryback back. I don't know. I don't know if they take Ryback back. Because um, you know how Vin- how petty Vince is. Like it, Ryback is is legally changing his name to Ryback so that he can use the name. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince is gonna be like, "Fuck you, <laughs> delete it." He's gonna get Matt Hardy. Delete it. Yeah. Delete. 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 <laughs> that would be kind of funny if he did that. Um. Some other uh, wrestling news that I've seen today. Um, Daniel Bryan said that WWE is going to release uh, The Bear. Ooh. It's some kind of documentary that Daniel Bryan made, um, uh. which was like up until his um, WrestleMania um, 32, I think, or 31. It led up to that WrestleMania. Um. 
Here, I thought you were talking about like some wrestler, the bear. I'm like, who? What? Who? No, there's no wrestler that I know of called the bear. All right, that's gonna be my wrestling name. <laughs> the bear, Patrick the Bear Perkins. <laughs> Damn right. Um, let's see. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Uh, unless you have anything else to uh, to add, anything else you can think of. So this whole uh, Miz versus Ziggler, Ziggler putting his entire career on the line. Oh right, I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> all about that. We can edit that in later. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. We can just leave it at the end. Um, all right. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty awesome. I I think that he might get the belt. I think they might give him the belt because of that. I don't th- I don't think they want um I don't think they're gonna want him to leave um leave. Ziggler's, even though he loses and jobs out a lot, like, he's pretty solid. He's put on some pretty good matches, and I think, like, with the right opponent, like, he could have, like, really awesome matches. Uh, he needs to tap into that Colonel Sanders again, because that promo, I get hype watching that. I'm like, damn, he, he's a good wrestler. I know, and, then... and you're like, let's go eat some fucking chicken, man! <laughs> he could sell some fried chicken. He could definitely sell some fried chicken. <laughs> Like, I think if they don't at least have have the promo, because it's a little silly and ridiculous, uh, at least have some more commercials, some more, like, crazy commercials. Like, maybe have him come out and, like, do a wrestling move to that other guy that's on TV all the time. Um, the dark... That Chris Lee guy? No, 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 no. The other guy <laughs> that dresses like Colonel Sanders in, in the commercials. Oh, yeah. Uh, they always change the, the actor, yeah. so... Um, so just um, just before we yeah, there's no way they could get rid of Ziggler. Their their roster would be so no, anemic. I, I don't think they'll get rid of him. I, I think that he'll probably win the belt. But if he wins it, it'll probably be like short term or something, and then the Miz will somehow get the belt back, like at the rematch. So so um just before we go, um I was looking at the roster for the WWE, of course, like I wasn't earlier in the podcast, but I want to point out some things that some listeners may not realize, because we don't really talk about them very much, but there are some wrestlers that are still on the roster for WWE, and are undrafted to either show. (laughs) What? Yeah. For instance, The Undertaker. Mm. He uh, may not be active, but he is actually, they still count him on the roster. Tyson Kidd, which, unfortunately, he's probably never going to come back. And I think it's just a matter of time before they just uh, fade him away as being on the roster. Um, Pat him on the back. Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? Paige, which we all want to come back, but... Uh, I'm, it's a matter. She's not on a, I mean, she's not drafted to anything. Uh, she's drafted to Raw, um, but she's yet to come and make a debut on Raw. Hmm. Um, there's some other cruiserweights that they haven't debuted yet that I'm excited to see, like Noam Dar. Um, I think honestly, I think Neville could probably be in the cruiserweight division as well. He belongs there, yeah. to be honest. 
Um, let's see, who else? Uh, Kalisto. He he really hasn't wrestled, but he's injured, so that's why he hasn't really wrestled. Um, let's see, who else is a wrestler that is um, Luke Harper? He's injured. Um, I'd like to see him come back. Um, Emma is also injured and is not on any of the rosters. She's not been recruited to either roster, Emma. But she's on their uh, roster. Uh, here's another one that is not recruited to either roster. Um, the Rock. <laughs> well, he. I think he's obligatory going to SmackDown, if anything. <laughs> you would think, since the show's really named after his catchphrase. Yep. Um, um, I don't think he's going to come back until WrestleMania. I, I think... That's a, I think he, The Rock falls in the legendary status that uh, um, The Undertaker falls under, where they're... Um, they're too big for the WWE really, to really show up. They're really above the the rosters. They're really above both rosters. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's some other wrestlers that in time you could probably count that way as well, maybe like Chris Jericho or John Cena. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Brock Lesnar, he's he's on Raw, but he's kind of like in that class too. Like he wrestles when he wants. I just kind of want Lesnar to just like go away. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's just me though. He's kind of shitty. I definitely like the older Attitude Era um, Brock Lesnar much better, and it's funny because his uh, trunks are different too. He used to wear the old. Uh, uh, you know, speedo, tidy whitey deals, and now he wears the <laughs> UFC. I'm um, wearing sh- knee shorts. So, um, hmm, yeah. So I think that's really it. Uh, I don't really have much else to talk about. Hopefully, Jesse is feeling better next week. Uh, we can get him in here and uh, talk about it. We won't have as long of a podcast next time, probably, because we'll just have the WWE shows. Unless uh, one of you guys goes and gets uh, Bound for Glory, Bound for Glory, which I'm not going to, because I haven't been following TNA enough to watch uh, Bound for Glory. Um, I'm interested in WCPW, which is um, the YouTube. I classify as them the the YouTube um, wrestling div, um, promotion, um, and they have some weird pay thing that they just started today, by the way. Um, which I would kind of be interested because their first pay-per-view, the main event is Kurt Angle versus Cody Rhodes. So, mm-hmm. and that's in October. So, yeah, that's happening. And um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that we could uh, we could end it here. Um, of course, you can follow the podcast on Facebook. Um, Potato Fest Podcast. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter, Potato Fest Pod. Uh, you could follow me at Days Eight. Um, Patrick has a um, podcast, or excuse me, a Twitter account as well. What is what is that Twitter account? What is it? <laughs> P Perkins three eight nine one. Three eight nine one. 
You should add another one to it. Make it three eight nine one one. Jesse's Sega underscore Legend on Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's been it. That's been a been a podcast. Potato, <laughs> potato,